0: Hey everyone, I'm Kyla, welcome to my channel where we talk about the stock market and the economy amongst other things. This is everything that you need to know. A 10 minute series where I break down different concepts today. We're going to be talking about stable coins tomorrow. It's going to be the FOMC because they have a meeting today. I am really excited for it and I'm going to have a full breakdown on what the FOMC is, what the federal reserve is, what they're talking about and why it matters tomorrow. So make sure that you subscribe in order to get that Jerome Powell <laughs> today. We're going to be talking about stable coins and so stable coins are rebranded money in order to understand stable. Coins, we have to understand money there's a couple of key variables that have to be in place in order for something to be considered money money is a medium of exchange it allows people to obtain what they need to live it's an intermediate instrument that allows you to obtain the goods that you need to be a human being it's also fungible one unit can be exchanged for another a unit of account it's a common denominator to express worth so we say my house is worth two and a half million dollars or we say my apartment is worth negative 100 that sort of stuff. A store of value. So it's theoretically supposed to hold value over time. So you know that your $1 today should be able to buy you approximately <laughs> $1 in the future. That gets into the concept of inflation, which we'll have a video on. But for right now, um, just know over time it, it is supposed to be stable. The question is what are stable coins? They're essentially supposed to be digital cash. They're supposed to act as a USD, as a dollar, but in the crypto ecosystem. They're a utility token, breakdown between coins and tokens. It gets a little bit hairy and people often times use them interchangeably, but Coins are a method of payments tokens are more so of a use case. I know it's confusing. The main thing is that these stable coins are meant to represent $1 baseline. What do you need to know about them? They're meant to be stable. <laughs> Whoa. Who would have thought it's open access to stability. It's open permissionless system, So everybody can have access to borrowing. It's meant to bring the stability of payments from the web two era into the web three era. So how we have the ability to transact online right now, stablecoins are meant to do that for the web three era biden administration and i'll talk about regulation because of course i will recently came out and said that they are compelling payment option stable coins they act as a safe store of dollar value because when you look at the crypto ecosystem it is very volatile and so you're like whoa i don't want to deal with all that like what the heck you want to have a safe store of value but you don't want to transfer back to fiat Fiat currency being US dollar. So they're a really easy way for transfer trading, et cetera, within the crypto ecosystem. So they kind of act a little bit like a bank stablecoins They've grown almost 500% over the past 12 months. So it's really crazy the amount of growth. And I'll talk about why they've been growing and how they've been growing. There's currently about 67 of them according to CoinGecko. tether. And we'll talk about tether is, tether is one of the biggest ones. There's about $70 billion worth of tether out, out there right now. Then there's Circle's USDC stablecoin. There's about 33 billion dollars, and there's Binance 14 billion dollars of that. They've been growing, like I said, very very rapidly, and they're expected to continue to grow. USDC, which is the Circle stablecoin, is expected to grow 100x over the next two years. And so, if you think about the crypto ecosystem, you can imagine that the stablecoins are going to have to grow alongside the crypto ecosystem because people are going to demand a certain amount of stablecoins as they trade, as they lever themselves up. Stablecoins as As the crypto holdings grow, asset holders within the crypto universe are going to be like, Whoa, I need liquidity, I need um, a way to get in and out of different positions. Stable coins are the solution to that, which is why they are going to grow alongside the crypto ecosystem. There's a couple different types of stable coins. Basically, it's just infrastructure for the rest of the crypto ecosystem. The biggest difference is algorithmic versus asset backed. For fiat backed stable coins, they have a reserve of assets. It would be one to one, 1 million in assets for every 1 million units of stable coins, $1 in the bank for every token on the network kind of deal. Like one for one, you got to have it. Uh, you should have it. Let's say that it's also centralized, which is kind of like a beef that the rest of the crypto ecosystem has with these fiat backed stable coins. It's like, what the heck EM, the whole thesis here is decentralization, but you have a centralized body who's governing these fiat backed stable coins, like tether, like USDC, like Binance coin, et cetera. All of those are centralized stable coins because they're managed by a centralized entity. And so with tether, there was a big report that came out with a lot of it is it really backed by commercial paper. People are trying to figure out, you know, what tether is doing, but. The, the main thing is that they are one of the biggest stable coins, they're Fiat back. You can use that as a place for liquidity, as a place for stability. Half of it is on the Tron network and the Ethereum networks. There's also USDC, which is issued by circle. They an- announced that they were going to go public via a $4.5 billion SPAC. They're merging with Concord acquisition corp. They're probably going to be the one that makes it versus tether. <laughs> if we had to, you know, get into the regulation aspect of this, they're built on Ethereum. They're partnered with Coinbase. They're much, much more. Transparent in terms of regulatory reporting, Tether's like nobody's seen really Tether's documents. The main thing that you need to know is these things should have reserves one dollar for every unit of stablecoin issued. There's also crypto-backed, so these are going to use crypto as collateral versus U.S. dollars. They're over, they're over collateralized in order to deal with volatility. So MakerDAO and Dai, one of the biggest examples here, they have collateral locked in a collateralized debt position. You would go and lock up $150 worth of crypto and generate $100 worth of a DAI stablecoin. So you have to put in $150 in order to get a hundred, but it has to exceed 150% of the value of DAI in order to be over collateralized because it's just backed by crypto. There's a whole other process that goes into MakerDAO and DAI and sort of all the different things that you can do there. But the main thing is that the assets live on chain. It's also not centralized. There's also commodity backed, so they have gold or another asset in their reserves. Axos gold is backed by gold. There's also TCX, which is backed by seven precious metals. There's a ton of different types that are backed by all these different real world assets. There's also algorithmic. So these are super interesting. Let me tell you, these are fascinating. They're non collateralized self balancing through algorithms. They control the supply of tokens through smart contracts. smart contracts are just automated decisions. If I was like, oh, I need to go press this button at 11 AM. I could set up a smart contract to automatically press that button at 11 AM rather than me having to physically do it. They automate execution and they do that here with these algorithmic stablecoins. They do this to maintain the $1 peg. So if the price gets too low, they're going to decrease the tokens. If the price gets too high, they're going to increase the tokens. So they contract the supply of the currency, kind of like a central bank. There's a lot of different types of them. I'm not going to get into them. They're controlled by smart contracts versus having a physical backing. And not all of them work out as planned. Nice. There's also different applications. There is the liquidity aspect. There is the getting in and out of trading aspect. But you can also go and put your stablecoin and through different platforms and earn APY on that. Very high APY. So they'll lend those stablecoins out. You'll be you know muddled up in a basket with a bunch of other stablecoin people. You can earn interest on your stablecoins that are lent out, and just another way for people to earn money in the crypto ecosystem. The regulation, there was a very big report released this week, the president's working group on financial markets. Essentially, they were like, okay, the SEC is in charge of stable coins, which we all saw coming. (laughs) Gary Gensler taught a class uh, at MIT around Bitcoin. He is a Bitcoin maxi, I'm pretty sure. And I I think we should talk about that sometime. Uh, (laughs) They also were like, Congress should act pretty promptly in order to enact legislation. Uh, That's not going to happen anytime soon. We know how slow this government goes. So there's probably still a lot of leeway in terms of how the stablecoins are going to be regulated, how crypto is going to be regulated because Congress is going to drag its feet. The Biden administration was kind of like, there's going to probably have to be bank-like regulations around stablecoins and supervision to all these different crypto companies issuing stablecoins. That's going to be really tough for decentralized companies like MakerDAO and the stablecoin DAI because how do you regulate a decentralized company? Um, I don't even think the policymakers have a framework for that or even know what that really means. Banking laws are definitely not suited for decentralized entities. If you were a bank and you were like, well, I'm going to be decentralized, they would be like, get out of here. That'll be really interesting to see how they do that. I think one of the things that they're going to end up doing is issuing stablecoins as a bank. So getting into this idea of central bank digital currencies, they want federal oversight on all this stuff. Central bank digital currencies, China's had a ton of success here. The US does want to make its own stablecoin because of course they want to play the game, get that money. <laughs> I think also there is a public interest use case for a well-functioning payment system. It's the digital version of cash. I think it would be just another step away from some of the archaic models that we do have within our current economic system. So what's the future of stable coins? We're always probably going to need stable coins within the crypto ecosystem. But like I said, they are primarily a tool to solve for volatility. Maybe when crypto becomes less volatile, when sort of the ecosystem normalizes in terms of flows. So number of inflows, number of new people entering the ecosystem, we could see the reliance on stable coin is probably maybe they begin to decline or not be as important. So you know, as the crypto ecosystem maybe goes towards electric vehicles versus being all, all cars, we could see less and less people maybe relying on the combustion engine on the internal combustion engine of the crypto ecosystem, main thing, utility coin, fast settlement between exchanges, liquidity. The final thing is there's a lot of different stable coins and the whole point of a monetary system is for it to become efficient. So more and more people use it. So I do think there's going to have to be. The centralization of the stable coins right now there there's a ton and that's fine if it does want to become more efficient, the number of stable coins is probably going to have to decline because the whole point of a monetary system is the more people that use it, the better it works. (laughs) It will be very interesting over the next few months. But yeah, FOMC meeting tomorrow. I should probably plug this more. I do a daily market update on TikTok. It's also posted on YouTube Shorts. It's also on my Instagram Reels. I'm probably going to post it on Twitter soon. Uh, I don't want to bother people. Like, that's the main thing. It's called What Happened Today. And I talk about what happened today in the market. So if you want daily news, I do that there. I will be out with the FOMC notes tomorrow also if you want note notes i attach all my notes for these videos in the video description so if you're like whoa what is she talking about i have all my notes there and you can see exactly what i'm reading from i will have a research paper out soon as well kind of around stable coins around the crypto ecosystem and and how it's viewed from the broad world thanks so much for spending time with me tomorrow fmc and i will see everybody soon bye